Yo, what up, pod racers? Are you like me where you sunburn easily? Have narrow shoulders you want to hide from the world? Weirdly small nips? Great news, we have a solution. Original tabletop shirt designs. Reading Rainbow, Dungeon Club, a dungeon and a dragon. Find these and more over at patreon.com slash goblins growlers shirt club at the $25 tier. These are all exclusive limited run designs. We'll never bring them back again. So be sure you get yours by signing up at patreon.com slash goblins growlers. Yippee! I've got this great progressive auto ad on my time.is right now. And it's just Flo being like, it's clear. She's letting you know how hydrated she is. I'm I'm watching an ad where a stomach slowly turns from transparent into completely glossy pink. Oh, is it telling you that you can have your stomach actually like stop being transparent? Do they have a drug? For yeah. That? Yeah. They're saying I like they... seeing your organs. Keep it, man. <laughs> This is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. Well, howdy, listeners. Welcome to the Daily Crier Listening Show. A show where, even when the walls come tumbling down, all the news in Varian and beyond can still make its way right to you. I've never been this deep under the main building. How long have you worked here? Worked ain't the most accurate word, but I can say with certainty this building has held up for centuries. You didn't answer my question. I'm surprised we haven't heard from the powers since the attack. Fortunately, those cat things can't see in the dark well, so deeper in we go. I'm mapping our progress. These tunnels must lead to another exit. Well, I'll be happy to see you when we get there. Uh, uh, right. Uh, I'll get to it. The party took their the party took their rest in Underhill. A quiet reprieve from the bustling city. Though not every sight in this idyllic town was pleasant, as Solinar and Koza soon found wanted posters for the whole party, labeling them all as criminals of the land. This along with a letter detailing their banishment from Cinderdale made for a frustrating start to their journey. Koza spent some time writing it and mailing out some letters, since he was at a post office, I suppose. I wonder what will become of these letters. Lost like leaves, carried by the breeze. And as always, y'all take care now. Are you alright? I just need to stay focused. I'll be fine. At least this means the powers are still alive. So the five of you are sitting in this tavern, well, diner breakfast tavern place around a round table your breakfasts in various states of com- completion no eatedness, don't use that word um consumedness done yeah that's it that's it so, <laughs> i just want to like rewind for just a second and point out like i just want to like 
rest on the like aesthetic of a place that is half tavern, half diner. <laughs> it's a it's a tavern tar. I'm just imagining. No, like, that's that's what you call a, a centaur that works in a tavern slinging beer. No, just, it's a dine. It's a dine canthrope because it changes from a diner to a tavern after ten o'clock. I'm, I'm sorry. What was it? Bitten by a rabid Denny's? Yes. I'm just yes. imagining a um, like imagine like the like chrome and um, and like polished counters of a diner but then behind the diner is just like a stone fireplace with a pot of stew boiling on it oh you said chrome <laughs> i thought you said crow men i was like well okay. and also crow men that are working it yeah, yeah. but they're all they in poodle skirts yeah but they also all are like jumping into their uh post-apocalyptic vehicles and they're spraying their beaks going like shiny and chrome <laughs> guys Guys, this is my least favorite game of the quiet year we've ever played. <laughs> so you're sitting around this round table with your various breakfasts, and there's sort of this intensity that has settled in for all of you about the idea that there is an enormous bounty on not one, not two, not three, but all five of your heads. You're sort of at the point where you're discussing and contemplating, uh, what the hell do we do now? How much is the bounty again? Did you say Solinar? Yeah, it's it's five thousand gold pieces each. So mm. a total for the party at large, which I do mean at large, uh twenty-five thousand gold pieces. I'll be I'll be right back. I've got a solution to this. Um Boat gets up and uh he goes to chat with uh the uh kitchen attendant. Careful well boat. But boat, maybe that's not such a good idea. Hello, I attend the kitchens. Yeah, thanks. I was wondering if you had any uh, spare sacks hanging around back there. Um, oh, I've got so many sacks. Like, uh, you know, made out of like burlap or canvas or something like that. Oh, they're made out of burlap and canvas, of course. Give me one second. <laughs> oh, here we go. Sacks of glory. <laughs> Yeah, I'll just take, uh, I'll take uh, five of them. How many do I owe you? I see. Well, for five sacks, I will uh, go with one silver per sack. <laughs> Wait, I'm being more hired. So two silvers, but even I... more. Whoa, a gold, a gold piece. Ten gold pieces per sack, sir. Now, come on. I think I think you're driving <laughs> a pretty on. hard. You're driving a pretty hard bag bargain there. I'll give you I'll give you one gold per sack. Yes, yes, yes. One gold per sack. <laughs> what is happening? All right, here here's five gold. I'll take those now. Yes, yes, yes. Five gold for me, and then five sacks for you. <laughs> I'm sorry. When did they hire Smeagol? To be dealing with food in the back? Well, it, you know, since Smeagol was a halfling, it makes sense that he was an ancestor of apparently the Saxville Baggins. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Saxville, I've got bags! <laughs> Alex is dead. We killed her already. She keeps dying way too <laughs> yeah. soon in these. Um, Boat Alex, takes, come back to us. Boat takes the five sacks and he goes back to the table. He's like, all right, I got I got a solution for us here. Hand me that knife, Solonar. Well, you're not you're not using the dagger of what here, I'll give you one of these. And yeah. Solonar pulls out one of his throwing knives. Well, you. I mean, you could have just given me a table knife, it's fine. So Boat uh he's like, here, let me just uh let me just puncture these sacks real quick. And he cuts uh two eye holes 
in each of the sacks. He's like, all right. And then he takes and he puts one of the sacks over his head. He's like, now we are completely anonymous. But you, you look like an executioner. It's a burlap sack. I you, look like a summer executioner. It's not, yeah. it's not black. It's a light tan. You look yeah, like I, a low rent executioner. You look like the executioner left his mask in the wash and was like, oh no, but I've got a big execution today. What am I going to do? Well, let's paint them multiple different colors then. We can each be a different one. You, I'm not wearing this on my head, though. Why not? Okay, well, thing number one, my portrait only has half of my face anyway. And thing number two, it smells. I mean, it's only, it was an onion bag. What do you expect? I, I want to be a luchocutioner. Onions are good for the skin. Yeah. Here you go, Johannes. And what? Yours. And, okay, so your portrait only shows half of your face, but it's the half that everybody gets to see. <laughs> so that doesn't make any sense. You should at least. Can't you give me one of those, like, sneaky thief masks? A domino mask? Uh, Yes. I don't, I don't have. All any we have is a. All we have is a Papa John's mask. I don't have any spirit gum to keep that on your face. Uh, we're gonna have to go with the Ninja Turtles bandana or something here. Mm-hmm. Solonar's already got a bandana tied around like the back of his head over like his nose and mouth, similar to Alita's mask. He's gonna rob his, a train. And then he's <laughs> pulled his hood up, and he's like, "Yep, very inconspicuous." Solonar, you uh, look more suspicious. No, I'm, I'm super inconspicuous now. You look more suspicious than you did. No, I look I look super inconspicuous. Koza, you wanted no, to say you something? Don't. I mean, I I mean, you can't really see any um defining features. Exactly. Well, yeah, that's why my mask works great. Oh, here, right. here's a small one. This this will work well. And so I'm going to take a small one and I'm going to slip it over um, bowl. And then <laughs> I'm going to take one that's too big and slip it over my head, but it's going to go all the way down to my waist. So bowl is now a boo ghost. Yes. And I'm also like a boo ghost. <laughs> Goes up. Okay. I'm not going to lie. It looks like you're kidnapping bowl now. You gotta no. You gotta cut a mouth hole if you're gonna if you're gonna talk through a sack. You gotta no. You gotta you gotta cut a mouth hole because we can't understand anything you're saying. You see a little hole. Oh, I can understand you perfectly fine. Okay, r regardless of whatever is happening, she gestures over at Koza over here. This is sort of a temporary solution, is it not? We still have to get back to Alaria. Yeah, that'll probably be easier if we're wearing masks. Well, no, I mean, other than the fact that we're going to have to be wearing these for days, which is very concerning. We won't have to wear them at night. It'll be dark. Nobody will be able to see us. But that's that's not really my point. Solinar, didn't you say something about going through Cinderdale is going to be really hard? Well, uh, the letter that we read says that we've all been... Uh, Banned from the area. Well, that makes sense. We're wanted, apparently. Yeah, so I think any citizens in Cinderdale that see us uh, will be violent against us, probably. Which, I don't know, like, I, I kind of have feelings about that. Like, 
I knew I knew I'd get run out of town eventually because you know all of Dad's stuff. But like, I didn't I didn't think I'd never be able to come back. I didn't think that'd be the situation. You're gonna be able to come back, Solonar. We're not actually criminals. There's definitely a situation here where something has gone awry, and we need a top detective to figure it out. You're I can only think of one who's worthy to the task. Johannes, we were actually banned for something we did. The 5,000 gold bounties? That might be unrelated. No, the reason we were banned from Cinderdale is, according to this note, because we mucked up everything for that orphanage. So they're not even going to give us a chance to be able to make it right? That doesn't seem right. That seems like not right. I feel like the only answer here is that we have to earn the amount of the bounties on ourselves and give it to the orphans. Boat, I think that ship has sailed. Are you Kosa, drowning? Please, 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 just take, like, at least lift it over your mouth. Koza uh, turns in the direction of uh, Johannes to translate. Oh, well... Apparently, I'm talking to the sack perfectly fine, and I think that Koza is too, maybe just isn't, isn't quite communicating out to you all. But Koza said that he agrees with Boat. We gotta raise 5,000 gold pieces each. Koza, take off! Uh, Alita's just gonna grab the sack off of his head and yank it off. I can't do this anymore. Koza falls over to the floor. <laughs> oh no, all he's right. going through oh. withdrawal. We gotta put a bag on him instead. <laughs> Alita, for the first time in her life, holds something over her head so Johannes can't reach it. We, we, it's over. We should not, we should just leave it be. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like the citizens kind of took things into their own hands to fix this situation because they were not pleased with the solution that was left them. So... Yeah, I, I'm inclined to think that us messing with it more will only upset people further at this point. Maybe we should leave the money at the entrance to the town and then go around. Oh, we could, okay. Capital we, idea. We could write a nice apology letter. That's That always seems to go over well. Alita looks immediately at Boat. Oh, you, uh, you appreciate my pen out of everybody here? If that's how you want to take that, yes. Oh. I have a bag of ball bearings. To donate to the town? Yeah, and that way, we, if if we're leaving a letter, we can surround it with ball bearings so no criminals can take it. It can only be taken by the town. Interesting. Don't any of you have a spell or something that'll make it so that the only people that can take it are the people who are supposed to take it? That sounds like the kind of thing magic could do. I've got a copper butter knife, and I could put it next to it. And I could say, this knife will attack you if you're evil. I put little googly eyes on it. Yeah. I don't, a little frowny face. I don't do any of that kind of magic. That's that's not my department. Kosa? Um, I don't think so. Maybe if I cast, maybe one of us could cast reduce enlarge on our bounty and reduce it. Uh, All right, th this, these are two separate problems. I, I, think the, I think the solution is just to, to get, get out of, of Talera as fast as we can. 
Yeah, my I agree. my understanding is the only way to get a bounty to go down is to uh, leave the country until the heat dies down a little bit. I mean, we're supposed to have asylum in Alaria, aren't we? Yeah, I, I'm i wondering if they're going to be upset with us about this whole bounty thing. Because being neighbors and trade partners and all, there's a lot of communication about wanted criminals. Well, I'm certain the Queen understands how important our mission is. I'm just I'm just saying we might have some apologizing to do there as well. Also, let me let me talk a little bit about bounty hunters here. They might not necessarily care if we have political asylum in a place cuz they may just want their money. The bounty hunters are basically legal kidnappers. Basically. Oh, I didn't know kidnapping was legal. You've been not a criminal this whole time. <laughs> yes. So, we're in agreement. We will leave money at the entrance to Cinderdale and then go around. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that that seems like the easiest thing to do. And uh, one of us will write an apology note. Well, you know, Koza's got all that experience writing letters. I think it would mean the most if it came from you. Okay. I don't have any paper. Wonderful, I do. Can I borrow a pen? Alita's gonna shuffle through her bag and produce like five sheets of vellum and a pen. Uh huh. And a small little inkwell. Alright, Boat sits down to uh, write the letter at the diner table. Uh, uh, Dear children, (laughs) I write to you with heavy heart. Uh, buried beneath this burlap sack covering the shame of my face to apologize for unintentionally wrecking the economy of your institution. I had no way of knowing uh, that uh, getting into that wrestling match would be the first domino in a financial crisis that would uh, spill out and affect the whole area. Um, I feel like they told you it would be. Alita's like reading over your shoulder and being really nosy about it. Hey, hey, I'm doing something creative here and you don't sit and critique the creativity while it's happening. Let me finish. We also didn't know where the money from those fees went until we talked to the lady at the orphanage. Okay, fair. I'll I'll, I'll be good. She sits down. (laughs) So as a way to make things right and assuage my burning conscience... Uh, and he glares at Alita while he writes that. Uh, uh, please accept uh, this uh, this boon, uh, this stipend of X dollars to help support your orphanage and provide warm meals and warm beds and war and in the hopes that you will eventually find warm, loving homes and cold breakfasts. <laughs> Sincerely, Charles Gravyboat Barnes, question mark. Wanted criminal. <laughs> I feel my conscience lightning already. <laughs> Don't you feel good now, Boat? I feel I feel just as good as I did earlier. <laughs> <laughs> he lied. You have you have conscience lightning? Are your does that mean your powers are back? <laughs> uh no. None of my powers are back. Oh, oh, sorry. Sorry, I thought I thought you were saying you had conscience lightning, and so I thought 
Maybe that's a dragon priest thing. No. Though, notably, I do still have my sense, so that's at least something. Well, well, yeah, you don't, you don't just stop smelling like things because you don't have powers. Solinar, my dragon sense, the thing that lets me have prophecies. You've still got that mirror, though. The, the pendant? Yeah. Yes, I do. Well, you can just talk to those ghosts. Uh, please stop calling them ghosts. They're not ghosts. They can tell you what's up. About what? The future. They're ghosts. No, they should they be don't. able to they, see it. They have knowledge of their own lifetimes. They don't have knowledge of the future. That's the prophecy thing. Yeah, but ghosts only know the past. That's when they lived. They're also not ghosts. They're, co- they're the collective consciousness of all of the silver priestesses who have carried this before me. Well, like, what are, what are we but our thoughts and recollections in time? Like, I, I wouldn't be who I am without the experiences and thoughts and emotions that I have on a regular basis. But it doesn't have their thoughts or their emotions. It has knowledge. Just that. So it's like a ghost book. Uh, sort of. Yes, if you want to think of it that way. They're all ghost writers. <laughs> I don't know that I like it, but I'm, I'm certainly interested and I guess I'll follow it. What do you guys want to do now? We head out, or do you want to resupply, or... I don't... Uh, I think hitting the road faster is better. Mm-hmm. Koza? I, I was going to say the same thing. We we probably shouldn't stick around for too long. Yeah, who knows if Johnny Five Bags over there is going to turn us in. <laughs> oh, I've got five gold. You've got two bags. <laughs> Okay, you know what? That guy's creeping me out. We should definitely hit the road Yeah, we sooner. should talk to his boss. He really needs to be sacked. Ugh. There's a there's a possibility that we haven't discussed what yet. What is the opposite of inspiration? <laughs> oh, you got despair. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's something we should talk about, but let's do it on the road. Alita's going to pack up her stuff. Ever I assume all of you follow suit. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Everybody grabs their stuff and you head out, moving towards the west, towards Cinderdale. You're able to cross the river at a bank pretty easily, and you head across the foothills. It's about mid-afternoon by the time you hit the foothills. So, an option that is available to us if we're worried about crossing the rest of the land of Talaire is that we could turn... We'd have to find some way to get the gold delivered, but we could turn south, go to Burnmere, and try and catch a ship from there across the uh, the southern seas. Now, ships don't travel as commonly across the southern seas, but between Aberdeen's little, like, river inlet and Fort Grayscar, you can usually find at least a couple of ships generally in the area. Um, I feel like if there's a place... Bounty hunter would look for us. It would be at a port. I think they would be waiting for us to 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 jump down, jump out of the country. Yeah, I think Coz is right. I think we need to play this smart, not do the obvious. You may be correct. Um, what if we pack ourselves in some boxes and get shipped there on the ship? Oh, that's a no. You don't want to do that one. I've I've tried that one a couple of times. It never works out well. What's wrong with it? 
Well, because you're inside the box, you have to stay inside the box, which by the way, neck cricks of no, no imagining. They're so awful. But also, uh, very frequently these boxes will get misdirected. And so you'll end up spending about twice as much time in shipping as you're supposed to because somebody loaded you onto the wrong ship going the wrong way. There was one time Locke and I were trying to get out of Edge Glen and we, uh, we jumped a ship at Herman Bay and we thought we were headed to Millersport, but we headed instead to Arthursport. When we got there, we got redirected and we were halfway to frickin' Boris Empire before we were like, hey, wait a minute. Hmm. What's going on here? Alright. What other ways can we travel that aren't, a, that aren't a ship that might draw less attention? I mean, I think I think Koza might have the right of it. Like, if bounty hunters are going to look for us, they're going to look for us at major thoroughfares. We're the least likely to encounter a lot of folks on the land bridge. And whatever folks we meet on the land bridge, we can probably handle on our way out. Mm -hmm. Though I would request that since these are bounty hunters who are doing, you know, law-abiding work, trying to bring people in for crimes, that we try not to kill them. Right, just knock them out. Yeah, Tie them up. knock them out, scare them off, whatever, whatever we can do, but like... Not ruthless murder like we sometimes do. Mm -hmm. Should we hire some sort of covered carriage? I mean, maybe we could get a maybe we could get a cover for the cart. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Something something a little more advanced than what we got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something something to where at least a few of us at a time can go hide under it, so we won't seem as though we're traveling in this particular group. I don't know where we would pick that up. Really, our next stop is Cinderdale, and we're not going to be able to do anything there. So, uh, has to be a tarp or something we can find somewhere. Uh, I, I realized that you're saying to cover the carpet for a second. I thought Boat's plan was all of you throw a huge tarp over all of you and just like sneak through Cinderdale under a big tarp. We're just a big ghost. <laughs> I'm just thinking of, like, the strip of Calvin and Hobbes where Calvin is under a blanket pretending to be an amoeba. Hey, 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 are you looking for a tarp? I have many tarps. Hey. When, no, we already left. Wait, did he follow what? us? You, you, you stay at your tavern I'm on the diner. caravan. Oh, oh, oh my I'm, God. Oh, my caravan happens to be passing by yours. I heard tarps. Oh, oh um, how about, why don't you run back to your town and go grab all of your tarps and then you can catch up with us. Good news, I brought them all with me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, so I, what is, I have an idea. Kosa tries to navigate the where's my hug guy. <laughs> what is the, uh, what's the going rate for these tarps then? Oh, oh the tarp for going rate it is one gold piece. Or two gold pieces. A gold. Now it's three. <laughs> I'm adjusting the market based on <laughs> supply and demand. <laughs> I am not paying three gold. 
I'm not paying one gold piece for a tarp. It would have to be a hell of a tarp to be worth a gold piece. Are you kidding oh. me? Oh, I've got good news for you. I've got the best news. This news is so good. These tarps, they're even better. <laughs> <laughs> Solonar just looks skeptically at the tarp seller. I don't... You're going to have to demonstrate something that these tarps do that's better than most tarps. Of course, of course, of course. Do you have, do you have, a, by a chance, do you have something you're willing to throw against one of these tarps? I can think of one thing I want to throw against the tarps. <laughs> I mean, I've... Yes, yes, do it. Let me stretch the tarp out. Yes, I've, this is so stretchy. I've, is this... I've got a knife, but I don't want to hurt you. Is this like a thing you normally pay people to do for you? He's got a tarp uh, fetish. Alita, what are you That's talking the vibe. about? Alita, I have oh. no idea what you're talking oh, about. Alita, why did you have to go and make this weird? Yeah. Hey, he's making it weird. And now he's going to be like, give me your tarp pics. I'll leave you alone if you send me tarp pics. You, masked one, throw something against the top. Throw I, it. I, I pick it. not involved. I pick him up uh, when like a fireman's carry and then swing him off in an F5 at the tarp. So yeah. like when a kid, when, when Discovery Zone was still a thing and you would yeet kids into the foam pit. Sure. You did, so you're just picking up the guy and you're throwing him against the tarp? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, you throw him against the tarp, and as he hits it, he disappears. Oh my gods, we killed him. Does the tarp go with him? Does it all just, like, fold into itself? No, it's all still there. And then he pulls it down, and he's like, see? See? Oh, it's so good! It's a good tarp! Alright, we'll take the tarp. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yes! Three, three gold pieces! <laughs> How big is this tarp? Oh, uh, ten by ten. It should be as big as we need it to be. It's a tarp of holding. No, it's just a ten by ten tarp. Ah, a tempest tarp. Tempest tarp. Boat, add that to your inventory. All right, ten by ten. And reduce tarp. your inventory by three gold. Well, I'll just cast enlarge on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, well, make that's... sure to cast reduce on your gold by three. I almost wrote down ten by ten trap, which would have been cooler. Um, uh, well, see, see you on your journeys. May your top, top be, be strong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Is this going to be like a situation like they blink and he has disappeared? You blink and he's disappeared. Oh my God. Somebody this comes up and fun. be like, he's been dead for years. <laughs> Alon can't help but be a cryptid in all universes. My default there state of being. There's an alternate universe where, like, Alon is Mothman. I hope so. I hear that Mothman's ass is so good. Yeah, Mothman is dummy thick if you believe in that statue. Yeah, that statue's legit. Yeah, it wasn't actually the buzzing Someone of his wings to... that people heard. <laughs> Someone had not... to lovingly sculpt Mothman's butt cheeks. Yeah, everybody look statue. up that statue. It's in West Virginia. I know. I really want to yes, go it visit. It's in, it's in Point Pleasant. September is when they do the annual Mothman Festival. Y'all, can we go visit as a team? It'd be so good. Uh, actually, yeah, that sounds really fun, and I'd be happy to do that. Okay. I have a great time. So, as you blink, the small man disappears, and Boat is left holding not the bag, but the tarp. Mm-hmm. Wasn't, Which, and again, tarps are very convenient because you can turn them into bags very easily. 
hold on. This person said that they were part of a whole caravan. Is the whole caravan gone or just the one person? No, a whole caravan. Oh my god. It would no, it was a whole caravan. H O L E. That's why we can't see them. We need to stop doing business with urban legends. That is not a thing that we should be doing on a regular basis at all. I don't know. You're in the country. It's more of like a suburban or maybe even a country legend. I don't <laughs> like Garth Brooks. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what to call a, a country or suburban legend. Yeah. Chris Gaines is a country legend. <laughs> Dolly Parton? Yeah. I mean, Josh would agree. Solinar wouldn't. He doesn't know who any of those people are. Excuse you. Dolly Parton Transcends. is is a queen in every dimension. And Solinar's not very educated. Oh, well, mm-hmm. How is he supposed to know about various monarchs in various places? Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Alex just low-key confirmed that Dolly Parton exists in Virion. <laughs> I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah, she did. It's not even low-key. She said, I mean, period. There is no ambiguity. Now, here's here's where here's where I wanna I wanna get back to things though. <clears throat> I have an idea. Okay, go on. So so here's here's the here's my thought. We have a bounty of five thousand gold pieces each. So people are looking for us at the ports specifically. What if they were looking for us and we were mmm, hear me out? Not us. Because they think there's five people, but if we either add or or split up into different groups, then there will be not five people, and it could throw them off of our trail. That's an excellent idea. Splitting the party is absolutely what we should be doing right now. I'm, oh, good. I'm going to say I, I don't like the idea of dividing us up, because I think uh, that... At least in my experience with bounty hunters, they don't care so much if you're with the people you're normally found with. If they see you, they're gonna get you. And if one of us is, or two of us, are separated from the rest of the group, and then, you know, it's a particularly powerful bounty hunter, like, I don't know, one of one of the bounty hunters of legend, like, uh... Wolf, wolf the Bounty Hunter. Wolf wolf the Bounty Hunter's a big one. Dingo the Bounty Hunter. There's, um, <laughs> there's that one dog that's a Bounty Hunter. He's really, he's really capable. Um, yeah, pretty much any of those folks. I was about to be like, name a Bounty Hunter that's not a reference to Dog the Bounty Hunter. I, I dare say, you. Boba, I dare oh, you. You can't. Boba T, the Bounty Hunter. Cad Bane. There's the, Boba uh... Fett. There's the uh, Warforged Bounty Hunter IG-88. I don't know why he calls himself that, but whatever. Oh, it's cool for him, I guess. Cut. I mean, he was a major character in the first season of The Mandalorian. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I think it's funny that all three of our Bounty Hunter examples were from Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of any other fictional Bounty Hunters, and I'm coming up a little bit short, okay? Zangalus? I don't know uh, that one. Uh, yeah, it's a Slayer. It's a deep Slayers reference. That is a, that is a deep cut Slayers reference. That is, yeah, that is deep cut 90s anime references. Mm-hmm. Alex's hey, wheelhouse. You know that, my point being, so about these bounty hunters, well, how are we going to avoid them? Because we got to do something to mix it up. I, I can't wear this bag every day for the rest of my life. Actually, I have a thought. 
I, it may not be the best thought I've ever had, but it is a thought. You remember how uh, Nell's army was like right outside of Cinderdale? Or no, it was right outside of Hanan. We should see if they're still there. Because if they're still there, they've probably got ways to move people real quiet. I wonder if they've moved by now, though. We've been gone for a while, haven't we? I mean, we have, but that might be a staging area that they use on a regular basis. I don't know. It's worth checking. It's not going to hurt anything for us to check. Plus, then, uh, Koza's got a letter for Rosemary if she's there. I see what you're saying now. We should all get face tattoos. Yeah, actually, that would probably work really well. I could get something, like, uh, I've always kind of wanted, like, a spider on my left cheek. I think that'd be... Ooh. I think that'd be kind of cool. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Al Alita, you got, like... You got like a squinty eye thing going on. Are you? Yeah, you, are you've you got thinking, a face on your face. Are you thinking about what your face tattoo would be? Oh, you could get like a lotus, like right on your forehead or something. <laughs> okay, thing number one, I'm not tattooing anything. Thing number two, you want to get a spider tattooed on your cheek? I think it'd be cool. Is that is that judgment I see in your eyes? <laughs> yes. Well, it is. And people who are looking for Solinar Vacus would be like, well, that can't be him. They would have described the fact that he's got a huge spider cheek tattoo. They would have been like, no, that's obviously the spider. <laughs> yeah, that guy must be some sort of professional wrestler named the spider or something. There mm -hmm. would just be a running gag of people aggressively slapping Solinar in the face because they think there's a spider crawling on him. That's what happens to me because I've got a spider on my knee and people are just like, that's a knee slapper. <laughs> It is around this time and about late evening or so that you're able to get to a camping spot in the foothills. You set up camp, rest for the night, recharge, and then set out again west towards Cinderdale. It's about early evening by the time you reach the gates of the village. All right. Boat. Let's put your letter inside this satchel. All right. And then, I don't know if this is my best idea, but what if we had Johannes lob the bag into the town? Is that a good idea? I don't know. I feel like leaving it here on the edge of town means that, like, people don't know what it is. But if a bag lands in, like, the town and goes clank... And they'll be like, oh, that made jingles like money. Yeah, you never know if we leave it here. Somebody might see something and then say something because it's very suspicious. Right. I, I'm, I'm ready to be a catapult. Load me up. Just like, try and make sure you're aiming for open space. Because I don't, I don't want this to be like, here, here's all this money. And also we killed a man. Okay. Can't we just mage hand it or something over? It's, uh, this heavy. is real heavy, Alita. This is a very... There are thousands of gold pieces in this bag. How many are you giving them? The whole bag. Thousands of gold pieces. Okay, point of order for me as the DM. What gold are you guys giving them? Because if you remember, Solinar did leave a bag of money for the other orphans. Yes, yeah, he left a third of the total reward for Melody which, if I recall correctly, was 5,000 gold pieces. So uh, we'll say we'll say 1,500 is what he left for the other orphans. 
and then uh, the rest of it's going to correct. So the other thirty five hundred, which is a ludicrous sum of money, but also incredibly heavy. Yeah, I don't know if I can throw this. We need to put it into different smaller bags. Chapman, how much does that amount of gold weigh? Well, it depends on how big a coin is. Yeah. So they're going to be like silver dollar sized? If they're silver dollar sized, then they'd be like... I mean, it's going to be really expensive. (laughs) I don't even think like historic gold coins are that big. Look, you guys need to understand there are three things in my worlds that will never be consistent. Weights, prices, and measurements. Well, it's no wonder the economy's crazy. I tell you what, Johannes, here's what I'm thinking. I'll use my mage hand to help move the bag so that we can make sure that it lands in a safe spot on the ground. All you have to do is just really, really throw it. And then I'll yeah. I'll guide it to ground. I can do that. I feel more confident now that I've looked up the weight of a coin. <laughs> <laughs> How much is is it, Alon? Oh, I like I'm doing the most imprecise math ever. I just feel like I could probably chuck it. I think it's you know, even with that many coins, if they're if they're actually the size of like a dime, which seems like old silver old coin. dollar. Is it re- okay, so we're okay. Alex is hard committed to silver dollars. It's just a fun weight to have as a coin. It's a nice shape, it's a nice size, and it makes you feel like you've got doubloons. This is becoming bad news pretty quickly. <laughs> okay, it's it's roughly 260 pounds. God. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I felt much right, more confident. Who's with got the, a shot put? Yeah. Going to the measure of things and typing in 32 grams, it's great because it tells you like what else weighs 32 grams. It's like it's about nine tenths as heavy as a light bulb. About one and three tenths as heavy as a battery. Seven tenths as heavy as a golf ball. One and a half times as heavy as a mouse. This is so funny. So you have to <laughs> the eat default mouse. Several <laughs> thousand mice. Yeah. So yeah, I'm throwing. Okay, so it's it's gonna be roughly 250 pounds. How much can your character throw? I don't. I mean, there's what, rules to this. Should I just keep looking up rules? I'm fine with that. If there's okay, there's I'm a rule up. for how much your character <laughs> can I know, throw. I know this. I just I roll did, for adrenaline. I've read it. I think Alan's question was, do you actually want me to go look up the rules for how much my character can throw? This is actively amusing to me, so yes. Uh, Okay, so you can lift 30 times your strength. Therefore, throwing is just lifting. Wait, wait. 30 times your strength modifier or your strength score? Um, your strength score. Holy oh, shit, crap. that means like that, somebody. I beg your pardon. That means boat could do four hundred and eighty pounds. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> just like a person with like a bat, like an like an eight for a for a strength score could like straight up deadlift <laughs> two <laughs> what is like two hundred forty pounds. <laughs> Swole wizard. He's a swolzard. A swizzard. Ah, swizzard sounds like something else. Swizzard sounds like a candy from the 90s that was like Mm. a lollipop and a powder you had to dip it in. I feel like it also had like deeply problematic like labeling. Yes. Okay. All right. What are our Um, calculations here? 
you can push, drag, or lift a weight in pounds up to twice your carrying capacity or 30 times your strength score. Can we achieve enough Delta V to escape the planet's gravitational pull? Oh, I hate this. This is my least favorite part of this game. <laughs> can you throw it at the proper intercept angle to, to fall into a, a loose elliptical orbit? Yeah, we're looking to land a bag of gold on the moon. <laughs> Houston, we have a refund. Okay, I'm done with this. I'm blessing myself and I'm rolling to throw. <laughs> oh, bless this mess. Uh, Solonar is going to cast Mage Hand. He is going to leave I it. Critted. Just... I critted. Oh my Are god. Not, I'm not messing with yeah. you. I rolled the die. It came up with what it came up with. It knew I was fed up and needed to move on. All right, yeah. Alon, you you go right ahead and you describe this situation, honey. Johannes is sitting there and trying to do math. He's scratching things into the ground. He's scratching them out. He's like, oh my God, why are these coins so big? Oh, I hate this. There's no reason for these coins to be this big. They're made out of gold. There can't even be this much gold in the world. Oh, and he just keeps writing things and scratching them out and writing things and scratching them out. And he's like, He's like, I don't care how much they weigh. I'm throwing this bag. And he runs oh. up and he grabs the bag and he starts doing the like spin around in circles thing. Johannes goes into a rage. There's just momentum and he's just spinning and spinning until he's just like, he's the, the oh. pinion and he's just and he's, like rotating in and place. And he's got that diagonal arc on the bag. So it's like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then his milsery evolves into an alcrimmon based off of what candy he was carrying at the time. And you can hear popcorn popping from his pockets and he goes and he lets go right when it's about to hit that point of the arc and it just goes and it whistles and then it makes a little star thing out into the sky and then gold rains down on the town. It's just gold pieces raining down and a letter softly floating down as well. And by on the town, I mean specifically just over the orphanage. <laughs> Does it bust a hole? It should bust a <laughs> hole in the roof. No. <laughs> it collects in the gutters, and it's in the gutters are just running with gold. And the kids are coming out, and they're like, "Oh yeah, gold, gold!" And they're like collecting it all. And then one one person runs over oh, who's greedy, and he's like, "I want that gold!" And then the kids uh, gang up on him, and they just are like, "No, you you don't get any of this!" And they uh, instead they're like, "But you can buy this popcorn that we had sponsored shipped to us." <laughs> and the guy's like, "You know what?" I think you deserve it, kids. And he gives them some more gold. And they're like, good, we're never going to have to ever need money again. And, he's like, and they lived happily ever after. The end. Quid Pro Roll is a co-production of Alpha Comics and Games with Goblins and Growlers. Our audio production and all original music composition is provided by Gabriel Perez. He can be found at Amethyst Audiomancer on Instagram. The voice of Alita and our DM for the podcast is Alex Smith. She can be found at Alpha Comic Games on Twitter. The voice of Charles Gravyboat Barnes is Brandon Dingus. He can be found at Way of Brandalore on Twitter. The voice of Eek and Koza are Chapman Adams. He can be found at What Are Birds on Instagram. The voice of Johannes is Alon. 
He can be found at the Dungeon Meowster on Instagram. And finally, the voice of Solonar is me, Josh Maltby, and I can be found at BlackCloakDM on Twitter. Thanks so much for listening. And on top of that, we'll all be wearing masks forever after this, so nobody will be able to find us. Yeah, I'm certain that no one will be like, I wonder who those four masked individuals are. They seem on the up and up. Yeah, I mean, it it worked for Ric Flair uh, back in, like, mid-90s WCW. Yeah, I forgot about that time in the 90s where Ric Flair had a bounty on his head and was being hunted down by Dog the Bounty Hunter. It will not surprise me if Ric Flair had a bounty on his head because he is, uh, you know, uh, wheeling, dealing, kiss, stealing, you know, son of a gun. Honestly, like... And I'm wanted, wanted, dead or alive. It would be a really great walk-on song. Yeah, it's true. But anyways, we'll just pull a, bla- a WCW Black Scorpion, and we'll just be um, we'll be under under masks for a long period of time, and the bounty hunters will never find us. Yeah, we'll- Brandon could be just making stuff up at this point. I am, and I'd be like, okay, I am not. There was the storyline when Flair, I think, was feuding with Sting uh, in like 1989, 1990. Rick Flair had a feud with Sting, the musician. No, fun, interesting thing about Sting uh, is Sting, the wrestler, actually owns the name Sting, and he lets Gordon Sumner use it for the price of one dollar a year. <laughs> I love that. This is the type of fact that I wanted to have in my life. We're getting so close to that educational podcast, mm-hmm. you guys. Yeah. Does he send? Does he send the one dollar in a bottle? Uh, yeah, <laughs> puts it out to uh, see. Check in a bottle. Yeah, there's a photo of like there's a couple of photos out there of the two of them because uh, they they think it's funny, so they they always have a laugh when they see each other. But anyway, Flair was feuding with Sting, and uh, he ended up uh, disappearing or something like that, and he uh, told Sting he was after him or something like that, and he ended up wearing a. a Uh, like a luchador mask and calling himself the black scorpion i actually don't think it was uh flair actually under the mask every time because usually in any kind of situation like this in wrestling it's not always the guy they say is under the mask uh but yeah uh then it was revealed that uh flair was the black scorpion (laughs) 